Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hi, queens. Happy new week. Hope you guys had a great weekend. We were actually in Arizona for my bridal shower yeah, and we it were was together so like fun. two hours ago. <laughs> um, we had a long yeah, drive we back. drove back and yeah, nice five and a half hour drive. So yeah, I feel like that's kind of our update this week. I feel like it was so mm-hmm. much fun and it was so fun. It was so cute. Wholesome everything vibes. I dreamed of and more. I feel like my sister did such a great job and Aww. she's definitely one of the girlies who like this is out of her comfort zone, out of like the box for her. Like she's a very simple girly and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm very extra. So she did such a good job with putting everything together. And honestly, I feel like everyone loved the games so much. Like we got such great feedback on it. And I don't know, I just like wasn't expecting that. And it like makes me happy to hear <laughs> that like everyone like had so much fun. So I had yeah, fun dressing so up cute. and like seeing friends and family and like everyone getting to meet each other was so fun I feel like it's it's like definitely interesting when like your worlds cross you know what I mean yeah totally but it's I got to meet your AZ yeah and it was like so fun like I love that Mm -hmm. so yeah it was really cute yeah it's like everyone you love meeting each other exactly and it just makes me like that much more excited for the wedding because it's going to be even more people and Mm -hmm. just like more of that feelings I guess so yeah it was really really fun and I feel like it turned out so well and got lots of content so I'm going to be sharing more of that today but yeah so excited that it went so well and then obviously exhausted so need to recover but and Arizona yeah. is hot, you guys. It was still 90. Actually, it was 100 degrees on I know, Friday like when we were there. October, late yeah. October. And then the shower, I think it was like 90, 95, which I feel weird saying that's not that bad, but it honestly didn't feel that bad. So, yeah. Yeah. And you did such a good job decorating. You got the cutest oh stuff on Amazon. Amazon was such a sleigh for this. I'm going to put together Amazon lists like I'm okay. This is part of my influence of the week. So I'll just tie it in really fast. So one of my favorite things of the shower that I did was a DIY flower bar and I really Mm -hmm. wanted one and I tried to look for the mobile ones that someone comes to your house. Like we've gone to events where they've had mobile flower bars and I couldn't find any in Arizona so I was like okay like I will just figure out how to build my own so yeah literally got so much off Amazon for it and got the flowers at Trader Joe's which was a sleigh like they had such a great selection they had so many options and like everything was fully in stock so that was great and I feel like that was like such a fun touch and people got to take home a full bouquet um and like build their own flowers with the colors and flowers that they wanted so I feel like that was a really really fun so I'm really glad I was Mm -hmm. able to bring that vision to life because I wasn't sure if it was going to happen 
because like I didn't want to spend the the actual legit stands if you want like a quote-unquote flower bar were like 200 250 bucks and I was like oh I just like I don't want to spend that much so I just used a table that I already had and then had like some silk fabric and then I used you guys I used a what is it called a shoe rack like a shoe Yeah. yeah thing for kind of the upper level so that I could stack like a couple of the tin flower holders on the top and then I had a second layer down so it kind of had a dimension to it you know Mm -hmm. so yeah I used a shoe rack for that it was white so it matched so I was like okay um so yeah that was really great and then I got the cute beige cream colored tins off Amazon as a set like so easy and then I just got like the flower paper and ribbon to tie it I don't know I just I was so excited for that and had Mm -hmm. so much fun bringing that to life and seeing everyone's reaction to it so loved that and then my other influencer favorite thing of the bridal shower was the vintage heart cakes and I don't know if they're still trending or if they're a thing but like I I will forever be obsessed with those cakes like it just turned out so cute and I loved that it was almost like cream beige colored and not like white white. It was so pretty. Yeah. It just was with so the design cute. and the cookies were so cute too. My sister, my sister's friend made them for me, which is like so nice. So I just loved the whole aesthetic of the cake and the custom cookies. Like I feel like they were just very me. So mm-hmm. Loved that so much and all that being a part of it. So yeah, what is your current influence of the week? <laughs> yes, it was so fun. Oh, loved that. Loved your bridal shower. Um, My influence of the week, we were like talking about this brand on the car ride home oh, because we so both cute. just got a piece from them. I'm sure you guys are starting to see this here and there on Instagram because I feel like my entire Explore page is like this brand. But it is the at mom's home wait I'm saying you're wrong at mom's handmade I was about to say mom's homemade but handmade (laughs) um it's actually it's a small brand from Grace actually and I don't know if it's just her or she has like a little team but I'm sure because yeah she like I don't know how you would have time for that but they hand knit the most amazing chunky sweaters like and chunky to the point where it's like you haven't probably seen this like on the streets like or just like, like in the extra wild like they chunky. are so cute so chunky I feel like when you wear them you just look like a small little girly with your like Ugg boots and I just like love the vibe it's just definitely oversized and I just feel like the fit is so good and the designs are amazing so I already want another piece from them they have the cutest stuff definitely check it out it's definitely on the more expensive side but it's because it's literally hand knitted and when I pick up this cardigan that I have it's literally like 10 pounds it feels like um so definitely really good quality something you'll have forever so I just love the brand they have the cutest pink color um so I'm really excited about this this little brand so that's my influence mine's supposed to get delivered tomorrow I think like it's, it's so close cute. I'm so so excited it's one of their newer styles it kind of like looks like the Bottega pattern the woven yeah look yeah and really I'm so cool. excited like, how do you knit that I know and then 
we were both looking at like this super chunky like turtleneck sweater. I feel like it's all over my explore page too. And mm-hmm. I just feel like it'd be so cute in the snow, like winter yes. vibes. So obviously it's not cold enough for that yet, but as soon as it is, like that would just be so cute. So I feel like yeah, we're always like brand. skipping seasons like we're always like oh it's fall okay I need it to be winter like let's just skip yeah same with spring I'm like um okay let's make it summer (laughs) yeah but But, unfortunately it's like still pretty warm so Mm -hmm. waiting for it to cool down so we can actually layer and wear fall clothes so hopefully soon because I can't believe Mm -hmm. it's like almost the end of October like what is going on yeah but October is like the really hot season or the really mm-hmm. hot month for most west coast like areas that's true so. that's true okay so like November yeah like end okay. of November but like let's hope for let's hope for beginning earlier. of November yes yeah okay fun yeah I feel like really fun influences of the week this week um this week's episode we were chatting on the car ride home and came up with the idea that we wanted to share with you guys and just be very transparent and kind of share some struggles and basically bad habits that we've picked up as content creators and how we break them because I feel like we all have something that we do that we probably shouldn't or that we need to work Mm -hmm. on so we're like let's talk about it let's talk about things that we do that we shouldn't do and how we try to not do that because we want to be our best selves so yeah and if you feel alone like maybe you do this too and you're like uh you're really struggling with it but not really understanding that it's actually pretty normal and we do it too And this is how we break it. So, well, and I feel like it's a lot of things that you don't really see. Like it's a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that's not publicized Mm -hmm. on Instagram too much or social media. So yeah, I feel like if you're like, oh, I do that, like we'll get to it. But like this one thing I do is so bad. Um, (laughs) And yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Comes with the territory. And I'm like, I feel like I'm always working on it. Like it's always something to improve to get better at like there's nothing wrong with it as long as you're aware and we can just improve and do our best so right I feel like we're not complaining this is just just stuff that we encounter and stuff that comes with the industry so we want to talk about it but yes first one what is it first one I feel like everybody everybody like deals with this and it's I think the toast talked about it too. And she like shared her screen. It's screen time, high screen time basically. And I feel like people don't post like, oh, my screen time this week was blah, blah, blah. And I feel like sometimes when I look at my screen time, like I'm truly embarrassed or I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, um, I <laughs> do not have mine on and I will never turn mine on Wait, because that really? will make me depressed. Yes, I don't have mine on. Wait, I, I don't and even I've never remember turning mine on. It just yeah, is you there. Don't have to ha- you don't have to have it on. <laughs> and that is something that I choose to do to be okay. Delulu. Wait, okay. Um. <laughs> Honestly, love that approach because I feel like I'm the opposite where it like helps me and I'm like, oh shoot, like that's like a realistic slap in the face and I need to put Honestly, my phone down. But that's good. And that's so, yeah. a habit that helps you. That's something that could help you break this habit. Maybe yeah. I should do that. <laughs> but Try yeah, we're pretty out. much going from 
it's hard because we're pretty much going from our iPhone, like our phones to the computer, back to the phone to edit, back to the computer to answer emails like all day, I would say. Yeah. Um, especially if you post in the morning and then like do a reel at night. I feel like it's just constant and yeah, it can Agreed. definitely affect your mental health being on your phone and your computer. I feel like sometimes when I'm feeling really like I don't even know what it is. It's like anxious, but also like in a hole. Like I just can't get myself to do anything. That's when I know I have been on my screens like way too much. Oh, I literally get nauseous, like physically nauseous when I have too much screen time. I think it has something to do with like my motion sickness in general and whatever Mm. that is in your body. I think screens kind of affect that. And so when, especially if I'm like scrolling very quickly through things, like say I'm going through photos and editing and you know, when you scroll on the screen really fast, I think that makes me dizzy. So sometimes I have to like slow down or if you're (laughs) scrolling on TikTok, you know, and you're just like the videos are going like I feel like that makes me nauseous. So I, my body will physically tell me when it's been too much. And then I'm like, okay, I need to put my phone down and literally go do anything else. So I feel like Mm -hmm. you are not alone in this. If you feel like you have high screen time, I feel like I'll share mine for reference since you don't have yours. Um, I feel like a good day is like eight hours and A bad day, not bad, but I don't know. A long day would be like twelve. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. I'm I don't like, know what's normal, how am but I on my so phone high. for twelve hours. I mean, if you think about it, like when you have a nine, to, like that's a nine to five, but constantly. Yeah. I mean, true. And then it's like, yeah, I remind myself, like this is our job, like you know. And then plus for fun too. So like people, you know, use their phones for fun. So it's like we also do that. So it's like the job plus the fun is a lot of screen time. So yeah. really trying to just be aware. Yeah, and I I feel like it gets it's it's hard because sometimes I'm like, oh, I I've been on my phone way too long today. Let me go take a break. And then it's like I'm watching a show. And then I'm just like, okay, I need to get away from screens. So I feel like when I get into this mood, I know that I need to go for a walk, especially like beach walks really help me. I feel like it's a really good way to break the screen time. And I feel like I always feel way more refreshed. So I always try to go on a walk outside, touch some grass, be in nature, (laughs) like ground myself. Get some vitamin D. Yeah. I feel like being on your phone and any type of screen for so long, it really ungrounds you like you need Mm -hmm. to ground yourself again like you're just all over the place at least for me so schedule that time in even if it's just a walk if it's like a pilates class I always like breaking up my day with some sort of like gym walk pilates class whatever even like going for a coffee or something Mm -hmm. I always like to do that do you do that too or what's your way I feel like for me I Well, yes, going on a walk or honestly, like just go in the backyard and play with the dogs for Mm, a little bit and just kind of stand in the sunshine Um, and like no phone, obviously, because I feel like a lot of the times like when people play with their pets, they're like on their phone, you know, Mm -hmm. so I really want to be present with them and just play with them and be outside for, you know, five to 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be anything like too drastic or long, but just something to kind of boost your 
energy levels and all the, all those things, you know, mm-hmm. when you go outside. Um, for me, this doesn't work, but I know it helps some people is using like time blocking or those time cubes. For me, I feel like I do it in more of tasks. I'm like, okay, I need to finish this task and then I will take a break. Yeah. So like, I don't like the time thing because yeah, if the time good. goes off and then I'm not done, I'm like, okay, well, I still need to finish. Yeah. Like my train of thought or I feel like, okay, I'm in a groove. I want to finish the thing that I'm doing. So I don't like, I don't like time cubes per se, but I will like do it by task or like do something and then maybe, yeah, do my Pilates for the day or go outside or kind of switch between screen tasks versus non-screen tasks and try to like, Mm -hmm. you know, switch them out. Yeah. Like we have some days that are admin days and then we have content days and I feel like for content days it pretty much takes up the whole day and so I'm not on my phone a lot for those days other than shooting (laughs) right but yeah I'm trying to dedicate one day or like maybe two days for the week to just editing because I feel like editing takes up so much of my time Mm -hmm. I don't know even know why like Truly, I don't know why it takes up my entire days sometimes. So trying to set certain days for certain things so it's not overwhelming all at once. Um, But yeah, high screen time, super normal, unfortunately, but can't really avoid it Mm -hmm. um, in this industry. Like it's like some people post their screen times. It's like four hours and I'm like, wow, I literally can't do that because (laughs) I wouldn't. And I think it's best not to be hard on yourself, give yourself grace and just try to find solutions that will help you in your life because maybe something that works for me might not work for you. And that's totally fine. So it's like, you just have to find that thing that helps you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we've kind of done a lot of trial and error with that, but it can be depressing like you said it can be a little sad but you just Mm -hmm. like remind yourself give yourself grace like it is your job plus if you like to you know be on social media for fun too and get inspiration just like make sure you're checking in with yourself and like your mental health and you're feeling good with where you're at and if you're not taking those steps or finding those practices or things that help you kind of get back on track so yes And I feel like that that kind of like relates to the next bad habit too, which is essentially never turning it off (laughs) because it's hard. Like when they say, especially if you're doing this full time, when they say you're trading a nine to five for 24 seven, it's genuinely so true. It's so true because I feel like I struggle with, I can always be doing something no, truly, when like there I is downtime, always something to be doing. There's literally, yes, I was like just talking to Josh about this because it's like, I feel like I get anxiety when I'm doing something that's not work because li- there is always something that you could do. Like a new, like you could be linking things, you could be creating a blog post, you could be doing more stories, better stories, you could be editing something in advance. Like there's just so many things that you could be mm-hmm. doing and I feel like it's hard to turn it off. I like really have to work on that. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like, like it's like an everyday like, struggle. It's hard with like that content overload too. So like when you go on trips and you batch a lot of content and then you're like, 
overwhelmed because you're like oh my gosh I have all this content to edit or like with the bridal shower I'm like obviously so excited Mm -hmm. and so much fun but now I feel like I have anxiety because I'm like oh my gosh I have all this content I need to edit I need to like figure out my posts I need to figure out what I'm linking my TikToks like whatever and I'm just like okay I need to like breathe I just got home it's okay yeah breathe for a second you know and it's like my like I feel like there's like this urgency in the industry where I'm like, okay, bridal shower is over. I need to post everything immediately. I need to update. I need to share everything. And so I feel like I really was like, okay, I'm not going to put pressure on myself to post immediately. Cause like for me, I don't like to rush things too. So I want to deliver it in a specific way. So I'm like, okay, don't put pressure on yourself. Like you just got home rest and then Mm -hmm. like start tomorrow start organizing tomorrow it's fine so I feel like that was like a good approach for me with this because it is something definitely where I'm like oh my gosh I need to post today everything that I did I need to post my TikToks my list like like you said links everything so yeah I can totally relate to that and I feel like too sometimes like how we talked about high screen time and like going and doing something that's not screen time. Sometimes when I go to the gym, I get that guilty feeling where I'm like, okay, I need to hurry up my workout so I can get back and do my stuff when it's like, no, slow down. This workout is actually beneficial for you. Like be in the moment, like take your time, like actually get a good workout in because then it's just a waste of time if you're distracted, not paying attention. You know what I mean? Oh my God, that's like actually my biggest struggle with going to the gym because I'm always like, okay, I need to, I need to leave. But then I'm like, no, I should stay. And I feel like that's actually why sometimes the studio classes are better because like you literally cannot leave, but yeah. for the gym, like you actually can leave whenever you want. And I think I struggle with that because then I start to get anxiety, which is not good. Um, but I think like, yeah, those little reminders, calm well, yourself and it's down, like- breathe, Sometimes I just like, I get so excited. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like we shot these amazing outfits in Paris. Like I want to post this immediately or I want to post this reel or like, but it's like, it's okay. We talk about this on a couple episodes where it's like, it's okay to not post every day. If like you need to like take a little break, it's okay. Like your audience will be there. They will be there tomorrow. They're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. And never guilt when you don't post. Mm. I can't I would like to talk myself down when I like don't post one day I'm like oh my god like I should yeah it and blah, 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 blah. But then I'm like okay it's, it's literally, literally fine. okay it's not it's not that it's, serious uh, that yes. is what we say so good we should put that on a t-shirt it is not that it's serious. not that serious <laughs> truly because I need to always remind myself that and I think everyone yeah. gives that reminder it's just not that serious and I think too it's good to create separate times for your like content times and your in the moment times so like for me with Andrew and I when we're at the dinner table it's like no phone zone like we don't have phones at the dinner table it's like our rule and I feel like that's really Mm -hmm. good because sometimes we'll like go to other people's houses or go out to restaurants or whatever and you just like see people on their phones all the time and I'm like I'm already on my phone so much I don't need to be on it and I want to be present with him too so Mm -hmm. dinner time is definitely one of those times for sure yeah it can be hard when you're doing certain things like for example we kind of talked about this for your bridal shower Uh, it's like you want to be in the moment but it's also like you want to be taking content to 
do your job but then it's like wait but I want to be in the moment and then did I get enough content like it's just always a struggle with a lot of things like yeah those kinds of events definitely and yeah I was gonna say it's it's so fun because it's like everything is so cute and aesthetic and like you did all these things and then it's like two like you have guests there so it's like you don't want to be like taking photos the whole time like with people Mm -hmm. who don't do this for a living or you know what I mean so I feel like we tried I feel like overall there was a good balance there was definitely some things that I didn't get for content but I'm like at the end of the day it's okay like we have so many photos like the memories are there like I truly I was having fun and I can fully say I was like being in the moment so that was so nice but obviously it was like so helpful having like you and Kayla there Mm -hmm. and like literally even my aunt just like everyone like I feel like everyone kind of knows like I want content so people would be like taking photos and videos of me so I was like that made me feel better too. So it's like kind of like maybe coming up with a strategy or plan beforehand and being like, you know, if you want certain content at an event, just asking your friends to be like, Hey, like, you know, if you don't mind, can you get, you know, can you help me get content of like this, this, and this? And I feel like that like really helps. So yeah. Also, I feel like it's really beneficial to have exactly what you want planned out and showing it to someone or even just like having it planned out for yourself. Like, okay, I want to film this video. I want a photo like this. And then I want another video like this. And that's all you want. That's all you need. And you know exactly how you're going to like execute it. You have the inspo ready. So it's just going to be hopefully a quick thing. Um, so you can be yeah. more in the moment. Yeah. And I feel like we did that. So that was really yeah. good. So yeah, I feel really good about it. And I was like, I really want to be like present and in the moment with these people, especially because a lot of them I don't see every day. So, or they, they don't do social media. So it's like, I don't like, I hate feeling rude or like, I hate feeling yeah, like, I feel that, you know what I mean? Like, I just like, okay, like, let's get like you photos. prioritize your content over. Yes. Yes. Being like, there. I hate yes, that too. Exactly. But I think like, people do understand so that also kind of helped me feel better because I was like I'm so sorry I need to take this photo and they'd be like oh it's okay like don't worry about it like get your photo yeah okay I'll hurry yeah (laughs) I feel like that's gonna be like similar to wedding stuff because you're gonna be it's gonna be a whirlwind oh my gosh I know I need to figure this out start planning now like what you want and then you won't be stressed when you're there because you have like a plan you know yeah love that that's actually a really good tip. I need to start that now so I can figure yeah, out I everything. I did that for New York Fashion Week. I, well, I don't, actually, yeah, I did do it because I, me and my assistant, we came up with like the, like every day of content and like what I needed to film. Mm-hmm. So I felt like pretty relaxed. Like I, I had like, cer- like nothing crazy, but I had like three like trends I wanted to do, like the drink one yeah and um like just like random outfit stuff so like I feel like going with a plan is always gonna be really helpful yeah and that's kind of like the canvas stuff that we talk about too like the more you prep ahead of time even though it does take time the better off you're gonna be in the moment when you're actually doing what you need to do so instead of just kind of being like chaotic and be like oh my gosh I forgot to do this or you know I forgot to get Mm -hmm. this video can we do it again like whatever it's just like if you're aware and you have other people helping you whether it's friends assistants whatever then it just makes it so much more efficient so yeah that I feel like is a really good tip um okay the next 
bad habit situation (laughs) honestly these all kind of relate but basically just having a work-life balance I feel like again it's hard to separate and one thing that I do to truly help this is have hobbies that are not related to Instagram um yes because it I feel like that's like it sounds hard because like I feel like we genuinely love Instagram so much like we would do it as a hobby um so it's like finding those things that make you happy that are not Instagram so like we said Mm -hmm. Pilates going to treat yourself to a coffee like I do my Duolingo French lessons um what else I feel like maybe like crocheting or learning how to sew or knitting or something like yeah, that could I be really like fun take too on something like what are you passionate about mm-hmm. outside of Instagram I actually like I talked about this with my therapist um because I was really struggling with this I want to say like a few months ago and she like really was like you need to have something sacred outside of Instagram outside of your job and it's something that like you don't necessarily put on your Instagram and you don't mm-hmm. really share too much. But I mean, if you want to, you can. But she was like, I think this is really going to help you break up your time and break up having this work-life balance. And that was so true. I started learning Reiki. I started like diving more into spirituality. And that really, really helped me because I, for that stuff, I'm literally completely off of my phone. Like you don't take your phone into those sort Mm -hmm. of things because it's all about being in the moment so honestly that's a great hobby if you guys are interested in that like finding some sort of like spiritual and it's not all woo woo okay you can find some really good places Mm -hmm. in your area but um things like okay like this does sound a little woo woo but it's not (laughs) I promise you like it's a full moon and new moon cacao ceremonies that's what I do and things like reiki yoga yeah, I feel like it sounds grounding like woo woo when you say it like that, but when you actually go to the ceremony and do it, it's like basically just setting intentions and like refreshing yeah. and like kind it's of just digging journaling. deep and reflecting. And a sound bath, like ugh, oh my god, I yeah. freaking love a sound bath. Like just you're in a meditative state and you're not on your phone and this stuff like just grounds you, literally brings you back to like okay, who am I and why am I here? Like that sort of thing, because it is so easy to get lost in the online world and like kind of just forgetting who you are, because I feel like we create these online personas and we're kind of being who other people told us we are like, you know, because the internet tells you who you are. Um, But yeah, brings you back to earth a little bit. So I love that that. and need that. Yeah. And I think too, it's, obviously for your mental health as well and like I feel like I need to find some more things honestly I'll be honest I well because like my French is on my phone so I've I've talked about this with like a few people next year um after the wedding is over I really want to look into getting like a French tutor once a week to just practice speaking with someone and kind of learning more of like the slang of the language so that when we go next time like I'll be able to have converse some conversations with people so I feel like that's kind of one of my goals for next year I bet you there's like online like zoom french classes that could help you 
talk with like other people but I think like, like also it could be fun if I can find I would really love to find a local person and like this person does not even need to be like a certified French teacher like if there's some girly out there who just is fluent in French and like you know wants to help me like I would love to like meet yes. at coffee shops and like go like me and like practice speaking you know what I mean because I feel yeah. like when you're learning a language like speaking it is the hardest part especially with the different accents and it's like literally some so of the words true. sound exactly the same or like I don't know so like I want to like kind of immerse myself in a way basically mm-hmm. if that makes sense I don't know and yeah I during the pandemic I picked up sewing and that was really fun I really really enjoyed that so yeah, it's just yeah cool. I want to find some things to kind of get me off my screen more so mm-hmm. if you guys have ideas let me know what you guys do because I need some ideas Oh my god, we should do a dance class, like a little hip hop. Oh dance my gosh, class. Like, I did one fun. one time with Andrew and our old neighbor, and it I'm was is actually really screaming. fun. Wait, or Andrew like, did it? Oh my god! Oh my I'm god! Yeah, <laughs> that's so he, cute. It was so cute because, like, in the moment, he's like, "Yeah, I'm so good. I'm killing this." But he's like the <laughs> only person in the class who's like offbeat. Like that one person, if you watch them, it like messes you up because they're not like hitting the beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like so cute, so, so fun, cute. like A for effort, you know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah. oh my gosh, you just gave me a great idea. Like la- country line dancing and like learning all those dances oh my God, are fun. so fun too. Yeah, I see them on TikTok. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's a good idea. How fun, yeah. Okay, love that. Yeah. Love that, yeah. I feel like there's not <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like work-life balance is kind of self-explanatory and like... In this it's industry, just the lines are blurred when yes. your life is and this is like the same with taxes because it gets so blurry <laughs> when it's like your things life and blurry. what you're putting out there is also your work like just certain things get blurred so yeah it is a blurry industry <laughs> we're just trying to unblur it you know yeah so yeah yeah that that's definitely a struggle for sure mm-hmm okay next one is setting boundaries with brands and like kind of like creating bad habits around not doing that because we like tell ourselves these narratives or these stories Mm -hmm. and then I feel like it kind of gets toxic or just not beneficial for us as creators if that makes sense Yeah, I feel like obviously when you're first starting out or when you're first even just working with a new brand, like you want to go above and beyond or you want to quote unquote kickstart the relationship. Like that is the new... That gives me the egg. That gives me... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Kick, kickstart the kickstart a new relationship or it whatever or me. no wait what's the wording kickstart the relationship yeah that yeah is the new we want to do a test with you like we oh want to do a test I post know. like no like that has replaced that wording 
because yeah. everyone was like absolutely not to test post but now it's just kick off the Kicks, relationship yeah. I think it's hard and I feel like I still genuinely struggle with that so I feel like my mm-hmm. way of kind of like going about it or approaching it is like okay has have I seen this brand do a paid partnership with other creators if the answer is yes then I feel mm-hmm. like I will organically incorporate the product into my content where it is like where it'll fit best but not necessarily do like a dedicated only single post if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so it might be in a carousel or maybe a story so I feel like I kind of approach it that way and I feel like I'm okay with that if that makes sense but like if it's a brand and they're like we'd love to kickstart the relationship with you and you have never ever seen them pay anybody like no one has posted partnership or ad with this brand of like all like levels then like I feel like that they're just like saying that to get you to do free content because like like it's like Mm -hmm. as I'm a realist so I'm like if like I'm not gonna be the first one like why would they pick me to be the first one there are a ton of creators out there it's not like they're gonna start with me all of a sudden and pay me because I quote unquote kickstarted the relationship you know what I mean yeah yeah so, but if like it's a brand it's... you like genuinely love then like mm-hmm. maybe question mark but if that you've never seen them work with anyone on a paid partnership then it just like kind of know that going into it I yeah I feel like a perk of working with management is I will usually ask them like okay do they actually pay like are there any current like paid collaborations going on with like anyone else in the agency and they'll usually give me some pretty good feedback but yeah yeah just be strategic in what you accept because you don't want to spread yourself too thin that will definitely cause burnout um but also this is for me I am also still working on this every day but setting boundaries with brands specifically for turnaround times I don't know why I am like always in this position of brands asking me to have the quickest turnaround times like Josh has even said this to me like that I really need to stop accepting these types of turnarounds because I don't know why I get these like all the time or even like our agency will like give us a tight turnaround and I just need Mm -hmm. to be like no like actually and honestly truly if you say I can't do that like I need a couple days the brand is most likely gonna be like okay yeah that's the thing get anxious or something but if a brand is asking for like a 24 48 hour turnaround time like first of all they should be paying extra for that as well and second of all like I guarantee you they're going to be okay if you ask for more time. Like, sometimes I've been like, no, I need until Friday. Like, I'm not shooting until Thursday. And they're asking for it for on Tuesday. But they're always like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I feel like it's ask not, me in the first place then? <laughs> yeah, it's not realistic to ask someone. They don't know what your schedule is. It's not like you're just going to drop literally everything. Yes. They don't, like, know what you've had planned. Like, maybe you have really important doctor's appointments or you just have other work. Like, you don't have to tell them. But it's like, hey, like, I, my next day is I'm not available. Like, the next day I'm mm-hmm. shooting content is this day. And then I can edit and submit it by end of day. I feel like it's more about the communication. And if you're transparent with the brand and you're like, hey, like, is it okay if I submit it, you know, two, three days later by this time, you know, 
And most of the time, I feel like they say yes. And then a lot of the time you submit the content and they don't even get back to you with feedback until a week later. So it was like, what is the rush? Like, what? why are we so, why are we stressing me out so that Mm -hmm. like I can just wait for you for a week to respond with comments and edits and anything like that. So I feel like, yeah, it is like kind of owning your power in that and just knowing like it is okay to genuinely be like, um, can I please have two days? Like I've done that recently. The brand was totally fine with it. And I, I try to be very specific. I'm like, say today's, say the content is due Wednesday and today's Monday. And I'm like, Hey, would it be okay if I submitted my content by noon on Friday? And have a few extra days to create this content. And even if you want, you can be like, I really, you know, put a lot into my content and I don't want this to be rushed because my, I know my audience will feel that. And I really just want to be proud of my work. I feel like if you truly explain it to a brand and you give it to them in a reasonable timeline, then they'll be okay with it. And I feel like if they're not okay with it, they'll tell you in which you can decide if you want to take it or not, or they might potentially offer you more payment to do the rush fee basically. And then you also decide, is that worth it or not? But it's like this like chaotic 24 hour turnaround thing, especially coming back from trips. Like it's like, please, I need to breathe for one day. And then we'll do You gotta put your mental health first always. Um, and just know brands will be okay. Like they will be okay. They will be okay. They will understand, like just communicate and be transparent. Yeah. Unless they like specifically say they need it on this day for a specific sale, obviously a different story, but if not, like genuinely they are fine. Like generic. It's not that serious. Yeah. I feel like also setting boundaries with brands, this kind of goes along with, okay, maybe this is more so setting boundaries with yourself with supporting brands, but We have had instances where we are, like, so supportive of a brand. We're at every single event, whatever, because we're like, oh, we really want to build this relationship. Like, let's go out of our way, support this brand at every single event. Um, And sometimes we see the payoff, sometimes we don't. But I feel like, again, be strategic with, like, okay, does this brand pay? Like, is it worth worth me to go to this event, do stories for them, like, create content for them? Like, where do I see this relationship going and like kind of asking yourself that because I feel like it is easy to get burnt out from events because I feel like they take a lot of energy mm-hmm. and I feel like we have been more selective with where we're spending our energy who we are investing our energy into um because I think brands can be a little sneaky um with like taking advantage of creators so just don't be taken advantage of trust your gut and yeah trust your feelings yeah and I think there's this underlying thing too where we quote-unquote don't want to ruin the relationship or burn the bridge and like sometimes I think brands know that so it's like they might give you a paid opportunity and then the next opportunity isn't paid and you're like well, I don't want to turn this Mm -hmm. down because I don't want to ruin the relationship or I don't want to burn the bridge and then you do it free and then the free again and then free and it's Mm -hmm. like you can never get back to paid. So it's like, I don't know. Again, it is hard and sometimes transparently I will do paid and then I will do a free, but I will not do a second free. Like if I'm doing one for free to build a relationship and show good faith that like I do love this brand and I post it organically, then like that's where you have to set a boundary. Otherwise 
you are going to get take advantage of, unfortunately. And also recently, I don't know why this keeps happening to me, but this brand used my content in, um, an Instagram ad last year and I brought it to my management's attention and they were like, Hey, like we can pursue this invoice if you want, but you know, they potentially do paid partnerships and you like, you know, to build a relationship, I think it would be good to let this go. So at the time I was like, okay, like as long as you think there's potential for paid, but then I realized I've never seen anyone do a paid partnership with this brand. Yeah, I was going to say like, I've literally never seen one. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And, but at the time I wasn't thinking like that. I was like, okay, keep the relationship. Like don't charge. Sure. Well, lo and behold, they did the same thing again to me this year. (laughs) And this time it was in, was it an email news? I don't remember what it was, but it was something else. And so I like let my management know again. And I was like, Hey, they did it again this year, literally exact same time. And they did it again. I would like to send an invoice. And again, management is like, well, you know, you might want to keep the relationship. Do you really want to send this? And this time I was like, so firm. I was like, send the invoice, please. Like they said, potentially they were going to like work with me on a paid basis and nothing ever came of it. I post this brand all the time. I tag them like organically, like so much. It's probably Mm -hmm. in 30 to 40% of my posts. Like I am always wearing this brand. And so I'm like, no, like I know like deep in my heart, I genuinely support this brand and I post all the time and I tag them and it's like no obligations. So I'm like, I feel very strongly that this invoice is sent because like these brands know that they, if they are using your content in pay in any paid capacity, like just tagging you on the photo isn't enough. Like that doesn't mean they can just use your content. And Mm -hmm. so we sent the invoice and like, honestly, I'm not sure if it ruined the relationship, but I am like, I feel so good about my decision and just the thought process behind it. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like if they don't gift me anymore, like I'm okay with that. I will literally just buy it myself. Um, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just like, oh yeah, like don't ruin the relationship. Like they, they might have paid partnerships in a couple months, but like I've never seen this brand pay anybody. So I'm like, no, send, send the invoice this time. Like learned my lesson the first time and it's now the second time and I will not have that happen to me again. So just a quick little story time. Firm boundary to set, but it's hard at first. So yeah, because I have that fear. I'm like, oh, they're never going to gift me again. Like, oh, so sad. Like, I love their product. But it's like, at the end of the day, if I really want it, I will just buy it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's exactly. like, yeah, stand firm. Stand. Yeah, there's like literally a whole bunch of, honestly, maybe we should do an episode about setting boundaries with brands because there are, I feel like, so many things that we could talk about in this little section. Yeah, good idea. Um, okay, well, we'll move on to the next one because I feel like we have a lot to talk about for that one, but the other one, but okay, next one, accepting too much gifting, um, and kind of having a chaotic, (laughs) messy, hoarding vibes, workplace, office, whatever it might be. We both struggle with this. I feel like Um, I struggle so hard with this like yeah for whatever reason it is so hard for me to let things go 
slash like when I do selects for a brand, it's like I'm genuinely picking things I love. So it's like I love everything I choose, but obviously over time it builds up and piles up and stacks up and there's just not enough room for it. And I'm also one of those people who like attaches a memory with a piece. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I wore this dress to this event or this is the first piece this brand ever gifted me, like a mem, I have to keep it. Like I am so weird. Like it's... It's unhealthy. Yeah, and I, I like really work to let go of that. I feel like I'm finally there. I'm just like, mm, oh my no. gosh. <laughs> I wish I could be like that. So I've sometimes I post on my stories, but it is kind of embarrassing. So I usually don't. Um, but I am in like a closet clean out phase right now, especially with the move. And I'm really trying to think really, really hard about it. So this is definitely probably like one of my biggest bad habits and my fiance absolutely hates it. I think it's probably the one thing he doesn't like about me is like, it's funny because you're so like, it's like on one hand, you're so organized, but you just have so much stuff. I know. So it's like, okay, I need to figure out how to do this. So it's like, I need to come up with a system of doing closet cleanouts consistently and consistently like shuffling through things and being so honest with myself and like am I gonna wear this again why do Mm -hmm. I want to keep this like just being realistic and it's like if I haven't worn this in over six months like do I need it like I don't know it's just like I don't know why it's so hard for me and I just like literally have like 10 pairs of black trousers but I literally love each one and they're all from different brands so I'm like how am I supposed to get rid of them because they're all different you know what I mean or like 10 black blazers you should they're all different (laughs) you should do like a one in one out situation and get into the groove of that that's what I tell myself that I do but I'm not honest with myself because I'm like oh I just got a bunch of stuff in like oh I'll like do a bag for detour but like I my intake is definitely more than my outtake and it needs to be the opposite. Like I need to be getting rid of more than what I'm getting in. So I'm really trying to like yeah. cut down, decide. And then I just like have this fear that like I'm going to need something down the road. But obviously at the end of the day, if I need it, I can just buy it. And like, it's like, I'm always getting yeah. new stuff. I'm like, what if this comes back in style? Like I'm going to have it, but like, but no. there's going to be something new in like a different way, you know? I know. Like it'll be like a different twist. Um, it's uh it is so hard I don't know if any of you out there relate or if I'm just like so weird with this no I feel like there's definitely people out there who can relate um I kind of forgot what I was gonna say but I think it was like like after we came back from Paris I feel like that's when I decided to do a big big closet clean out and so I have like a ton of bags yeah of clothes that I'm giving detour just because I'm like okay I'm kind of like well I'm mostly like trying to invest more into nicer pieces therefore I'm letting go of like a lot of older pieces or brands that I just don't really like anymore um and then in my head now I'm like okay I could have less stuff that is nice like I'd rather have less stuff that's nicer then yeah, true. all the random stuff I have I just have a lot of see random. it's like for me I'm like oh like I had such a good relationship with this brand at one point I have a whole collection of their clothes like I just like feel like I have something to show for it you know what I mean it's like so yeah. weird it's like and like I used to be like for example I used to be so obsessed with Sabo skirt like I bought so many of their oh clothes God, like wore yeah. it all the time and I'm not joking this was probably over what three years ago haven't worn a sabo piece in like forever i genuinely just started getting rid of that stuff 
And like, that's how delayed my clean out is. Like it's okay. You're getting there. Yeah. So it's like day by day, like truly asking myself, like, am I going to wear this? Like if I have like five white button downs, I need to like figure out, like get it down to three, like, you know? Yeah. Yes. But yeah, if you guys have any tips about letting go of stuff, please send them my way because I just like love my closet so much. It's like my pride and joy. Like it's like my favorite thing. I love my closet. Same. But I feel like there's things that look like and I'll always reach for one over the other. Like realistically, when it comes down to it, like I have a ton of cargo jeans, but realistically, I always grab for the same two. But they're all different. But like there are styles and fits that I prefer more than the others. So it's like, yeah, they're so similar, but like I'm always going to reach for like this one pair of super down ones I love and this one pair of Paxson ones that I love. And so realistically, others got to go. Yeah, that's a thing. And then I have, I have this irrational thought that like, and this has never happened. It is truly irrational that like a brand (laughs) is going to come back and be like, Hey, like we gifted you this piece a while ago. Like we have this collaboration and would like love for you to style that piece. And this has never happened ever, ever. Like you always get new selects when you're doing content. So I like, I don't know where I got this mindset. I don't know what happened to me (laughs) that made me think that, but I'm like, oh my God, like what if the brand reaches out a month later and they're like, Hey, Alyssa, since you have this piece, like, can you do this collaboration for us? And then like, what do I I say? Like, Like, oh, I got rid of it. Trying to convince you to keep it. Yeah, so this is what I truly struggle with and is probably my worst habit in, like, this industry for myself. It's yeah. so bad. But, yeah. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Give myself grace yeah. and just yeah. work through it. So, yeah, <laughs> don't be hard on yourself. That is my thing. That is my one bad, bad, bad thing. So, <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Anything else on that one? Do you want to share no. or you like, feel you feel like, good? You're like, I let go of shit. Like, I'm good. Goodbye. Yeah, I have like 10 bags. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get these out of I my I know. Site. That's why I need to see it. I need to see it as like dollar signs because then I'm like, yeah, that's like money to like get something new or to like, I don't know, spend in Europe. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Last one is comparing yourself to others. And I feel like this is such a bad habit that if you didn't already do before being in the industry that a lot of people do once they get in it because it's so hard not to have imposter syndrome I think it's like impossible in this industry because you are constantly scrolling and constantly seeing what everyone is up to literally like before social media like no one knew what other people were doing no one knew like what successes other people were doing or like whatever mm-hmm. But in this industry, we're constantly seeing like what other, how other people are running their business. Like what collabs are they getting? Like what big project did they get? Oh, why didn't I get that? Like, mm-hmm. like why like didn't the brand the pick me? It's like, yeah. I know we literally recently had this experience where our management let us know that like this brand trip could potentially be a thing. And, you know, we'd find out in a week or so and we didn't end up get getting chosen for it. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, why didn't they like us? Like, what are we doing? Like, what wrong? am I doing wrong? Yeah, exactly. Like, what 
what did the other girls have that like we don't? And it's like, we also go through all these problems and habits and issues in this industry. Right. And so I feel like it's a good reminder that like with the imposter syndrome to really, I don't know, for me, my way to break that habit is like write down things that I'm grateful for or just say them in my head or just be like, you know what? Like, it's okay. That wasn't the right opportunity. And like, because that opportunity didn't happen, the the right opportunity is going to come along and just like trust that the universe is going to give you what's meant for you. And then just mm-hmm. keep doing your thing. I feel like that's my mindset towards it. Yeah, that. exactly. Like, ugh, exactly. I literally, this happened to me recently where I got this like really low ball offer and they just would not budge on it and I'm just like okay why like am I like I feel like I am doing really well like I really like my I'm proud of my content like clearly you're not proud of it or something because you're not trying to like be at all near my rates like it was such a low ball they didn't I don't know. Sometimes they say weird, weird things, but I was like, okay, I need to pass on this. It's going to be okay. I'm going to get something that aligns more with my, my brand today. And I literally did that same day. And that was so cool. And I, I literally wrote an entry, a journal entry about it for when this happens next, because I feel like it's so easy to forget about those things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to write a journal entry for my future self when this happens. Like, it's going to be okay. Wait, I but love that. <laughs> I know. But, oh my gosh, I also did that. Like, I don't know. I feel like writing a journal entry um, about, like, the things that you're really proud of and, six, like, you feel very successful in this job, writing a journal entry in that moment for your future self really helps because I have this one journal entry. I love journaling. But I have this one journal entry from when I got back from our trip in April And I was just writing about like how I felt so happy and accomplished and successful in my job as being a creator. I was like so proud of my content from that trip and it was doing really well. And I just felt like so good. Like I remember coming back and I was so inspired. I felt so good. I feel like I had like collabs on deck and everything like that. So I like wrote an entry about that. Like I was so grateful. And there was like a time because like this industry is also full of like highs and lows. So I was in a low and I was like going back at some reading some journal entries and I came across that one and I was like wow this was such a good reminder for in these low periods knowing that there's always highs like there's always Mm going to be a high not that there should be highs and lows there should definitely be neutral periods but like just reminding yourself that okay I needed to hear this because I forgot about like how happy and inspired and accomplished and successful like I actually do feel but I'm just like in this weird low period and it's gonna go back up like it's fine um anyways yes also reminding yourself that like yeah um like what you said how we didn't get chosen for the certain brand trip I feel like one that is our anxieties and like our fears talking I feel like realistically there's probably girls that align with like that type of content and whatever it makes more sense and that's fine and like we're gonna get something that's more aligned like it's nothing personal so I feel like we always have to remind ourselves like it's not personal in this industry even though it feels so personal because our work is literally our baby it's so personal like it's not it's it's just so personal yeah your brand is you so it can be hard but just remember like they're also running a business and it's not that like you're not good enough 
yeah truly <laughs> love that so I think that's a good point yeah. too is like make sure you have your mantras on deck just you know examples you deserve a seat at the table mm-hmm. um just those we have a whole episode on that if you haven't heard that one definitely go listen to it it's one of our absolute favorite ones we've done it's just like the industry can be so scary sometimes so intimidating like mm-hmm. especially like yeah, like when you don't feel like if a brand doesn't want to pay your rate, then you start to question your worth, which like you said, it's not personal. It's like you have no idea what the brand's budgets are, their guidelines, what they're looking for. You know what I mean? So it's like truly saying your mantra, mantra, your mantras, <laughs> your mantras and putting your blinders on and just staying in your lane. I feel like that's kind of the healthiest thing you can do, especially in lows. And it's like so important. I remind myself, everybody goes through lows and it's like, sometimes it's like, I don't know if this is weird or not, but when I'm going through a high, I do remind myself that lows come after it. But I remind myself that it's okay because after the lows comes the next high. And it's like, I feel yeah. like when I'm pr- mentally preparing myself, like, okay, things are really good right now. They might go down a little, but they're always going to go back up. And they always do. We've been saying this for years and it has never changed. Like it's always the yeah. up and down. And it's like knowing that'll be okay. And like, regardless, like you're still worthy and it, like you're still putting out great content. Yes. And just because the algorithm is not in your favor it's like I feel like it's so important too I feel like this is a habit to focus on as well is that just putting positive energy out there is so so important I feel like two or three years ago we decided we were not gonna post negative energy stories because it's like I feel like yes it's like important to be raw and real and share you know the not so happy moments but like there's just a certain aspect of negativity that you can avoid. And I just think like we just choose personally not to post certain things. And it's like, yeah. for example, like say we post a photo that we absolutely freaking love. We're so proud of it. And like the engagement is like so bad, like posting on your story and being like, ugh, the algorithm hates me. That's the kind of stuff that we've decided to remove from our vocabulary and not put that negative energy out if that makes sense yeah I feel like that is kind of like a subconscious thing but you are hyper fixating on how horrible everything is like it's not going your way it'll never go my like you know that's not the energy we're trying to attract and when you hyper fixate on things like that you are subconsciously attracting more of that we really believe in this stuff and like honestly I feel like it, we've seen the payoff but so like when we're going through like a low period like we genuinely never really talk about it because one no. I feel like that's really hyper fixating on it and we're just like if you just let it go let it be don't like hyper fixate talk about it to everyone because that's just putting more of that energy well, it's out like there just misery like misery loves company and it's like when you're mm-hmm. frustrated with the algorithm you want other people to be frustrated too and you want to like simmer in that anger together which I get that like that's totally relatable I've definitely done that before but I think like it's totally fine to feel frustrated it's totally okay to express that but it's like get it out do it have a good cry write it down scream yeah. to your pillow whatever you and need to go. process that let it go and move on like if you have to hide your likes hide your likes if like you don't have to check your post the rest of the day fine don't check it you know what I mean like just if you post something 
our thing is like, if we post, we love it regardless of how it's going to do. So we're not forcing our content. So it's like, we love it. And like, maybe it doesn't do well. And that's okay because we love the content anyway. And it's fine. On to the next. You literally are posting another photo tomorrow. So it's like, there's no point in kind of sitting in the negative, in the negativity because it's only going to bring more. So it's like, we Mm -hmm. try to kind of change that bad habit and flip it and just like, process that emotion, be frustrated, and then deep breath in, deep breath out, move on. <laughs> you know? Like, yes. it's life. Ugh. Yeah, okay, really quick tangent, but, like, someone told me this recently, and I, I, I forget who told me this, but, like, it really kind of changed my perspective on this sort of thing, but it's, have you heard of, like, the red car effect? If, like, someone like, points something out, then you, like, notice yes. it? Okay, yes, like, it was, like, someone was, I really forget who told me this and I wish I remembered but they like recently told me about this and I was like wait so true but it's pretty much like okay you go in and someone is like how many red cars did you see today and you're like I don't know I was not looking like maybe three not really sure and then the person says okay tomorrow come back to me and tell me how many red cars you see so you come back and of course you're looking out for the red cars and it's weird because you're probably like wait I saw so many red cars and now I can only see red cars like Mm -hmm. it's out there and that's like the same thing with positive energy or like opportunities the whole point is like opportunities now like when your eyes are open you can see the opportunities way more but I feel like that goes along with like negative and positive things like if you're only seeing negative or you're only talking about negative like that's what's gonna happen that's your reality so yeah think about it that way yeah and I feel like we're not saying like you can't talk about it or you can't like express those feelings it's just like Mm -hmm. don't dwell and sit in them get them out process them move and work through them and then keep going because I feel like we kind of have said this where it's like I feel like this kind of like determines who's successful in the industry or who's not is like who keeps going when the times get tough when things aren't great when you know you're just having bad day after bad day after bad day it's like who key is like going to be consistent through that because mm-hmm. there are going to be so many good days ahead and it's like truly knowing why you're doing it why you're passionate about it like what makes you want to do it and just showing up every day for that and so yeah I feel like the negative is it's way easier to be negative than positive and I just I feel like for some reason that's human nature and it's just like a habit, especially on social media when you are exposing your life and every aspect and like you're compared to metrics and numbers and like that's like a big part of the industry too is like performance-based. It's like hard not to be negative sometimes when those things are not good. Like when your story views are low, when you're like no one clicks your links or when, you know, you thought you loved your post so much and like it just doesn't resonate with your audience. Like whatever it is, like just truly, truly process it and then let it go and you will feel so much better. And I feel like once you can kind of master this, it will truly change your outlook and your perspective and like things will just be so much better. Yeah. So agree. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty much for this topic. Um, yeah. That was a good one to end on. I feel like hopefully you guys can relate to some aspect of this and just know you're not alone. Like everyone goes through this. Like you think like, Oh, I've hit 100K. I've hit 200K. I've hit 300K. I'm going to get yeah, all these gonna go amazing opportunities. Like, yeah. I'm going to be 
brands There's are just no gonna be loans. knocking at my door. Like, yeah, no, that is not realistic. Like everyone goes through this. Like we said, we still do not get picked for brand trips. We still don't get collabs. We still get brands that don't pay our rates. Like it is a very common thing to navigate through in this industry. So it's like learning your boundaries, knowing your worth and everything we talked about in this episode and just trying to stay positive even when things get rough can really just make a difference on your mental health and your outlook and being able to change these bad habits and finding ways to work through them, change them and have a better outlook and perspective on everything. So yeah, hope you guys yeah, like today's episode. Do you want to share our listener of the week? Okay, our listener of the week is Emma, and her Instagram handle is at M Sagor. It's at E M dot S A G O R. She is a new sweet listener. She shared us on her story, and we appreciate that so much and we appreciate you listening and sharing it with your audience um emma is a stunning photographer slash videographer by the way in nashville and her work is so beautiful and so stunning so go check her out and thank you emma we appreciate you yay thank you emma yeah we appreciate when you guys share us on your stories when you post about us it really helps so we would love it if you guys had time to leave a rating and review and just your thoughts on the episode and if you guys ever have content ideas or things you want us to talk about feel free to let us know dm us email whatever your preferred method of communication is we'd love to hear from you and we also have our facebook group that's the influence community to join where it's just a bunch of like-minded creators going through the same things and it's really fun because i feel like people will just ask questions about brand emails or potentially meeting up and having like a content creation buddy just like all the things all the wholesome (laughs) nice industry things so if you want to join find us on facebook and i think that's pretty much it so we hope you guys have an amazing week this week and we will chat in our next episode bye guys bye Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye.